0: Hey everyone, it's Andy. Longtime listeners to the show will remember a series we did three years ago looking at Notre Dame's presence in and around Jerusalem. It was called Tantour, Hill in the Holy Land. Well, I'm excited to announce that a similar series will be coming in the new year. We're taking you on a journey to the Emerald Isle to tell the story of the university's presence and impact there. The series is called East and West, Notre Dame in Ireland. Be watching for it in the coming months. Thanks for listening, and Happy New Year. From the University of Notre Dame, I'm Andy Fuller, and welcome to Notre Dame Stories. Well, a new year is upon us, and if you're one of the many seeking a sense of renewal in 2023, listen up. Some advice from a certified wellness coach straight ahead. All right, here with uh, Mara Trianferro lucas Assistant Director of Assessment and Education at the McDonald's Center for Student Well-Being, uh, more commonly referred to on campus as McWell. Mara, thanks for joining us.
1: Yeah, good morning. Thanks for having me.
0: Um, so there will be some folks who hear this episode and uh, aren't familiar with McWell and, and what you all do. So it, let's maybe start there. Uh, describe the center and, and maybe your role specifically in it.
1: Great. Well, the McDonald Center for Student Wellbeing has been around since 2014. So relatively new for some of the alumni or older listeners in the crowd, but we are the Student Health Promotion Office. So our goal is to help students to develop skills, learn resources, understand strategies for becoming and staying well. So more on the prevention side of things, um, you'll see on our website, we don't talk about depression as much. We talk about handling stress, knowing the resources, things like that. We really think on the individual student level, but we also try to think about how can we create campus environments where making the healthy choice is the easier choice. Mm. We do that. And, um, by focusing on the five S's, so it makes it easy for the students um, to remember. But we focus on substance use risk reduction. We focus on stress management, sleep. We have restorative spaces here, and we help students think about how they can create their own restorative spaces. And then um, the last is social connection, which we actually added after or through and after COVID. Hmm. My role is. An assistant director here is primarily the substance use risk reduction, but we know that in many cases, alcohol is not the problem. It's usually one of those other S's that's leading to it. So I do the stress workshops, uh, mindfulness, um, different uh, peer engagement strategies to help the students to help each other um, and a lot of things like that.
0: Yeah, I want to make sure I have the five S's because that's, uh, I think, a really good framework for what we're going to talk about. So substance, stress, sleep, space, and then social. So those are the five S's we're talking about. Interesting. Okay. Um, That's really helpful because, you know, here this episode drops uh, New Year's Eve Eve. And uh, we're talking about approaching 2023, the new year, with a sense of renewal, I wonder if, if uh, we could just hit on a couple of areas where you might be able to share some strategies uh, for anyone listening, really, uh, student or former student, uh, whoever it may be uh, to, to approach renewal in, in 2023. But mental health of course is, is a is a big one. Um, and this time of year people are probably like, I could really use a fresh start with just kind of my mindset uh, in 2023. In what are some strategies for someone who is looking to kind of refresh and renew that part of their being uh, in the new year?
1: I think no matter what area they're trying to refresh and renew, it's important to connect to your values. So sitting down and thinking about what's important to me, why is this important to me and what do I want this to look like? So I think sometimes we say, oh, I want to, meditate more because it'll help my, my mental health. And it's like, okay, well, what are the values behind that? What Mm. about your mental health? Um, what about that strategy? What are you hoping to achieve and what do you think it will look like when it is, um, successful? So I think that sometimes we dive into strategies without taking a step back and thinking about the why, Mm. um, of, of what we're doing, so um, I want to improve my mental health because I want to be a better student, and I think I could focus better. Or, um, and school is important to me because X. Or, I've been short with my family, and I want to be more patient. So, therefore, I want to practice, you know, mindfulness, so that X. You know, those kinds of things really help us to stay rooted in um, whatever practice or strategies we choose. If we don't have a why and if we don't have the values around it, then sometimes we're just doing something for the sake of doing it. We don't get that renewal that we're hoping for.
0: Yeah, you're almost treating the symptom and not the actual thing that's bothering you in, in that sense.
1: Right, right. And I think that um, when you talk about um, mental health A lot of times we forget that physical health is part of that. Mm. Um, So making sure that we're getting enough sleep. Obviously, you know, again, when we talk to our students and we say, you should get, you know, seven to nine hours, they kind of laugh at us. (laughs) Um, But that could be, you know, integrating naps or integrating other forms of rest um, that can kind of help you to kind of get that, that restoration. So I think that many times we forget that our body is so closely tied with our mental health um if we're struggling with stress management then um sometimes you know looking at how we're using substances can impact that um thinking about exercise we've heard that exercise can build endorphins and that can help um but it doesn't have to be an hour at the gym it could be a walk with the dog maybe an extra one a day or it could be um you know, a yoga video or something mm. like that, where we're using our body. And so thinking about that, that mental health side, making sure that we're taking care of our bodies and our physical health in the way that they need to be is is really important as well.
0: Mm. These uh, topics are, are all kind of interrelated. But I, I wonder if, you know, a, a lot of people in the new year are probably thinking about work or school and life balance. So finding uh you know, the right symmetry between the stuff I have to do and the stuff I want to do and is enriching for me. You know, the, the why there might be kind of easy to to figure out, um, but uh, maybe talk about how to find that why and then what are some strategies there that uh, if we want to renew kind of that work-life balance in 2023, how should we go about it?
1: Yeah, I think um, going back to that why and thinking about, okay, Um, here are these, uh, work tasks or here are these, um, school tasks that I have to do here are these family responsibilities. So determining what are your non-negotiables? Um, oftentimes we. Feel like the shoulds kind of can guide us and really taking a step back and saying is, is that a priority or is that just something I'm feeling pressure? Maybe I'm putting the pressure on myself. Um, you know, I think about cleaning our houses, right? Like, obviously we need to have some semblance of order, but sometimes we feel like we should um, check all the boxes that, you know, mean a a clean house, that kind of thing. Or as students, we should be in this club, even though maybe it's not a primary interest, um, but we feel like we should for, for whatever reason. So taking a step back, I think with the, with the prioritizing of what what is a need and what is a should right like our our families need groceries that's Mm -hmm. that has to happen we can't give up grocery shopping but we don't need to make four course meals every night um and so thinking about that element of the why um, i think that another part of that work-life balance is making sure that we're scheduling in life Mm -hmm. i think that sometimes we just expect it to fill in in the gaps, right? Like, oh, I'll eat when I have time over lunch, or I know our students oftentimes will grab something on the fly. But that's not just, um, the lifetime isn't just functional, it's also rest. Mm -hmm. Um, It's also a chance for our brains to kind of shift mode. Um, I've tried this year to not eat at my desk, right? Because I really need that break mentally to be more productive, ultimately. And, and scheduling in that time um, intentionally, I think, can be really helpful. Another part of it is, um, again, that mindset, something that I, I think is really important is thinking about gratitude. Mm. Um, and so how do we um, kind of shift that mindset in a way where we are not just focusing on what's going wrong and what's um, kind of on the to do list, but, oh, OK, this is going well. Um, or I had time to have lunch with a friend today, Mm. or um, I had time for coffee today. And so making sure that we're not just paying attention at the end of the day, especially to what, what we didn't do or what didn't go right, but training ourselves to focus on the positive and focus on what did go well, what we did accomplish, what we are proud of, so that ultimately, again, we can be more productive. If we're feeling crappy about that balance or we're feeling crappy about how we're spending our time, then that's this perpetuating cycle, right? And then we're not being um, as productive the next day. But if we can celebrate our successes and say, you know what, I did this, this and this and I didn't get to this, but I got to spend more time with my kids or um, I got to spend more time FaceTiming a friend, um, we need to make sure that we're seeing that as productive too, because we need those things as part of that balance.
0: Well, we've uh, mentioned a couple of things that maybe get into our next category here. We've talked about values. We talked about non-negotiables. Um, those are both words that I think of when I when I think of uh, spiritual growth and, and relationships, I guess. Um, for someone wanting to renew their spirit in, in 2023, um, advice there.
1: From a spiritual perspective, surrounding ourselves with people with whom we can have those conversations if we're not someone um, that maybe is involved in religious practice, but thinking specifically about how you make meaning of the world, you have Mm. to have those conversations. And again, that social opportunity gives you part of that. we talked about we already talked about the prioritizing um but connecting with our values is a big part of that i think for me um whatever practice we can integrate can help with that as well maybe you experience spirituality through church and through time and nature um but identifying for ourselves and again not making it a byproduct but something with intentionality um you know, I, I know at times, um, in my own life when I'm feeling, uh, more connected to God or more connected spiritually, um, I look at what is working and then try to remember that for what I'm not feeling is, oh, yeah.
0: um,
1: but kind of getting in a, in a practice of, um, saying like, oh, you know, in addition to religious practice, I know that I need time outside, um, because that helps me even in the winter, you know, there's value to that. Right. Um, and, and making sure that you know you're um, thinking about what does work and being intentional about integrating that. Uh,
0: what other areas of renewal uh, might we take on in 2023 and, and how should we go about it?
1: I think just making sure that we're taking time for fun,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and that may look very different for different people. Maybe fun for you is cozy away with a book. Um, But again, all of the research tells us that we need that intellectual well-being and that can be a hobby. I know that You know, there's been a lot of research that talks about um, the importance of hobbies as stress relievers Um, in many cases they're also very social you join a knitting club, you know you're learning something new you're challenging your brain. um, But you're also socializing with people and so making sure that we're thinking about um, what we enjoy and maybe exploring new things Uh, we know that the novelty of new things can also provide that sense of renewal mm. um, that maybe, you know, you've, you've done the same thing forever. And so finding new ways to approach that um, and learning new skills, learning new strategies. Again, maybe it's just a new yoga class or, um, hey, I'm gonna try puzzles this year. You mm. know, as a family, we're gonna put put out the card table and do that all together. Um, But thinking, you know, kind of in that that holistic way of how we're intentionally having fun is is really an important piece. I would also um, encourage all of the listeners to consider intentionality around their use of social media, their use of phones and devices, scheduling in downtime, um, putting it away at meals, you know, so that you can get that social connection from those meals. But I think that I've seen um, a lot of literature and experienced it in my own life that we get too easily caught in that cycle and that trap and that's certainly not helpful for our mental health but you know i want to encourage people to recognize that we need those breaks right so maybe i set my timer for 10 minutes of puppy videos you know (laughs) because i enjoy that it's fun um but but when can we put our phones away maybe um When we're, you know, really frustrated, we're standing in line at the store, maybe we just put our phone down take some deep breaths, look around, people watch, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of, if we're with our family, have a conversation. Um, But I I think that a big piece of renewal is considering how we relate to our phones and our technology, especially with so much more um, online with Zoom and meetings and work and things like that, Um, we're already using it too much and so how can we cut back in our personal lives to integrate those those hobbies um that's that actual social connection uh i think that's an area that that a lot of people um the new year is a good time to just take a step back and be like wait what role does my phone play and how am i using it um in a way that's helpful how am i using it in a way that's hurtful
0: Mm. if you're looking for a specific resolution Yes, putting away the phone for a designated time each day may be as good as any, certainly.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, Mara, thank you very much uh, for your advice on renewal, and Happy New Year to you.
1: Yeah, and Happy New Year to you as well and to all the listeners. Good luck with all of the renewal and the new strategies.